liftoff and the clock has started. Life. This is episode 232, recording March 1st, 2023. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we have a state of play that happened, a Pokemon Direct that happened, we've got what we've been playing, shenanigans oh, to fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, I don't know what's happening. Okay. okay. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Dude, he's on like fucking TikTok over here in the ball. Dude, I was. was... Hello, everyone, and welcome to that Pixel Life. This is episode 232, recording March 1st, 2023. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we have a state of play that happened, Pokemon Directs that happened, what we've been playing, shenanigans to recap, and maybe a little cocaine pair to discuss to do this. I have with me as always Shannon. Yeah, I'm fine. More. <laughs> What's going on, guys? How are you doing? Oh, we're doing great. And before we keep going, Shannon, I, I need to bring in Justin. Fun fact, Carter. It's your boy. Fun fact. That was the phrase <laughs> around Zach's house this week. Yes. And you couldn't take two steps without a fun fact, but. The twist in that was the fact that n- none of it was actually fun facts. They were just yeah. normal facts. And Zach made it very apparent that in order for it to truly be a fun fact, it has to actually be fun. Yeah. And somehow the Anderson children don't really prescribe to these preconceived notions. So you get fun facts a lot that aren't fun. Was, so who was the ringleader of the fun fact factory? Uh, JV was for sure. Cause, cause Evie takes all her, her cues from him. Mm-hmm. So, but then she'll pick up the ball and roll with it. Like she just, yeah, she, I felt, we felt bad for your boy. Uh, Justin was staying with us over the weekend and, uh, man, my daughter just had him pinned in a corner like the whole weekend, like monopolizing his time. It was was pretty funny. We went out to Mexican food and I opened the door for her and she's like, thanks, servant. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's that's great. I mean, yeah, I I showed up for the uh, the podcast uh, a little early and I got to see uh, it was Justin and uh, the Justin and Evelyn show. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. those two are thick as thieves. Oh, yeah. They they were doing art projects together. Nice. It got to the point where I literally had to be like, girl, give him a break. (laughs) <laughs> like get away you are you're out out wearing your welcome here you know like it is bad but uh justin patience of a saint um, uh, yeah i uh i made uh her a little fortune teller and i know by the time i come back in march that will still probably be the hotness around the house zach was mm-hmm. over picking a number on the uh, way to the airport he was mm-hmm. like no I'm not picking a number. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pick a color. No, no, not doing that either. Uh, but she did take it to school with her the next day to show mm. all her friends. Wow. See, like, 
so what's it like justin being like you are the coolest person someone knows Dude, like that you know, that is like legitimately like you are the coolest person she knows dude that <laughs> means a lot she's one of the coolest people i know mm-hmm. like literally i'm not usually a huge like oh this kid's like super cool person but the savagery that is <laughs> Evelyn is like un- unparalleled it's like megan level of like attitude in like a small <laughs> child-sized body and i absolutely love it i do also like the fact that uh evelyn has a complete life because now it is uh it is justin who is the coolest and me who is the completely uncoolest person in the room <laughs> well see, my daughter my daughter is made of 46 chromosomes 23 of which came from me and she apparently got all 23 that don't give a fuck so <laughs> it's just it's just in her dna she can't help it yeah and i will say one of my favorite parts was me and her were playing minecraft and zach was yelling at her from down the hall to come and hang up her clothes and she was like yeah how about no <laughs> and that destroyed me <laughs> well i mean like usually you don't get that until like the teens but uh you know heaven See, help you my friend people people laugh i'm not joking I'm legitimately terrified of her when she's a teenager, like legitimately, <laughs> like it is going to, like, she kind of scares me now. And <laughs> like, she's got the sass of an 80 year old grandmother right now. And it's only going to grow exponentially. So, but yes, it was good times. And, and Hey Shannon, why, why was our boy in town by the way? Oh, because uh, we had some bachelor party shenanigans this weekend. Yeah, dude, it was awesome. I got to pick Justin up at the airport and drive him around for a little bit and bring him back to the house. We watched some anime, like got some anime started up before we started uh, the uh, the weekend festivities. Um, yeah, um, I can't tell you much else about Friday. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a it was a good evening. Um for everybody uh in different ways well let me let me let me set the scene for friday so i get there <laughs> after work uh ever justin and shannon and uh shannon's boy mike are all hanging out in the kitchen and a few people are imbibing of a whiskey which was 1792 whiskey. And the running joke was Justin couldn't get the year right once. Literally every time he said it, it was 1492, 1782, 1812. Like you just name it. Like anything but 1792. Um, And and me not drinking, I was like, oh, I'm going to walk down the corner store, grab some energy drinks. I'll be right back. Justin comes with me. I get the most patriotic bang I can find. Uh, it had fighter jets and American flags all over it. It was the dumbest shit. So I'm like, oh, I gotta buy that. Um, it it wasn't great, by the way. And uh, we come back, but in in the interim, we're like, oh, you know, it would be hilarious because Shannon has had bad experiences in the past. I'm like, I'm gonna get Shannon a four loco just because <laughs> this is gonna be funny. Never expecting him to drink it. Like, just it, I figured it would be just like a figurehead for the weekend. Um, a North star, if you will, for the weekend. And we get back uh, more imbibing of 1792 happens. Uh, we make the decision. We're going to go see cocaine bear at like 10 o'clock at night. And so we cook some 
dinner. We have some dinner. They're still drinking. And then, um, you know, it gets to be about an hour before we're leaving. And I wander into the kitchen and Shannon's like, all right, it's time for this four loco. And he cracks it. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, no, 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 no. And at that point, I was like, hey, Justin, you should drink half of this. <laughs> just thinking, like, just get half of it out of Shannon's hands. And your boy jumped on that grenade fully, mm-hmm. fully jumped on that grenade, took a glass, poured half of it in for himself. Again, I didn't think Justin was going to fucking drink it either. I figured it would just, you know, casually get pissed out of drain somewhere and, and never spoke of again. Uh, but after Shannon uh, questioned Justin's virility at one point, <laughs> uh, Justin <laughs> looked him dead in the eyes and said, what? And pounded the entire glass in one go. And I'm like, oh Lord, what did I, what have I done? Like, oh no, this is all, this whole thing's going sideways. Uh, so we get to the movie theater. But see, the difference The difference is Justin hadn't been drinking whiskey for the past four hours. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of his, like, one big drink the whole night. So he, he was holding it together. Um, we get to the movie theater. Shannon is making just a shitload of noise. <laughs> I, have to, I, have, I have to use the, like, dad voice of, like, Shannon, Shannon. No, no, that's not what we're doing. Um and he sits down. Movie starts. Justin, he lasts about what? Fifteen minutes? But. Yeah, I'd say he made it through about the first fifteen minutes before the first. Uh, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna be right back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so Shannon disappears for about five minutes. Comes back. Sits down. Justin goes, "Hey, are you okay?" And Justin, what does he say to you? I asked Shannon, "I'm like, dude, Shannon, are you okay?" He's like, "Dude, yeah, man, I'm. Fi- I-, I threw up." <laughs> Like yeah, that's that's not something that's normal. Like I don't normally go to the movies and curl like so. But hey, he said he was fine, so I'm like, okay, maybe he he got it out of his system. Yeah, yeah, cool. exactly. Just need to get it out. Get mm-hmm. get exercise the four loco demons. Okay, we're good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, about another five minutes passes, and he Shannon gets up under the guise of needing to use the bathroom. Uh, at this point, he disappears for about 20 minutes. And right about the time I lean over to Justin and go, okay, I need to go find him. Like <laughs> now I'm thinking like, shit, he wandered into somewhere or he's like getting arrested or something. Like I need to figure out what's happening. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to get up. All of a sudden Shannon reappears <laughs> like fucking Batman. He's just like reappears from the shadows. And it's like, oh, okay, okay, he's back. Okay, cool. Uh, about 10 minutes now goes through. <laughs> and he gets up and leaves again. And it's one of those, like, I gave him, like, another 15, 20 minutes. I went and found him out in the hallway. <laughs> and I was like, and he's like, bro, I'm just going to Uber. I'm just going to Uber home. And I'm like, okay, there's literally 20 minutes left of this movie. Just hang out. Like, just, just, he's like, I'm, I'm not going back in there though. I'm like, yeah, yeah, don't actually don't like, don't do that. Like just, so then the movie ends, we come out, Justin, can you describe the scene of how we find Shannon? <laughs> Dude. So Shannon was pale as a fucking motel six sheet <laughs> propped up against the wall and total like 
UK Slav pose <laughs> holding on by a hope and a prayer. And I'm just like, dude, you look like shit. Like he was sweaty. Just like, thanks, man. Like <laughs> they had to get help off the floor. Yeah. Everyone was kind of like pushing him out the door to the theater, man. Palms are sweaty. Like we're like, dude, Zach was like, dude, I'm done with, with the, get this man an Uber and get his ass fucking home, man. I don't yeah. want to deal with this shit. Yeah. Yeah, you guys were pulled the ripcord so fast. The minute you got into the fresh air of the night, you were like, well, that was fun. <laughs> no, 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 we made sure you had a ride and it was coming. <laughs> uh, the people that were going back to your house with you were way more capable than you were at that point. <laughs> so it was like, I, I felt like you were in decent hands and it was like 40 degrees. What am I going to do? Stand there for 10 minutes while you get, <laughs> while I wait for a car for you? Like, no. You have a car, it's coming. Like, you have people with you. You see, and, and you my recollection of that I'm night. I'm dead sober. Like, I want to go home. Like, I'm <laughs> tired, dude. You know, my recollection of the night was a little different from yours. And uh, I'm, I'm surprised you give me five to ten minutes in that movie theater. Because honestly, like, I maybe remember ten seconds of that movie. Oh, ten. bro, you... I guarantee you, you were like teleporting in and out of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It was, um, yeah. Four loco, man, did me dirty. First of all, it tasted like a dirty ass tire that I was licking. And it, yeah, it was just, man, it was just a straight punch to the gut and every other organ that it passed going in and out of my body. <laughs> like I, I, uh, yeah, I, I puked so hard. I, I busted uh, a couple blood vessels in my eye socket <laughs> and I uh, showed up to work on Monday. Mind you, this is like two days after that experience. <laughs> People were like, what happened to your face? <laughs> I was oh, like, oh, man. man. Um, so, yeah, it was, um, it was a good night. But uh, Saturday, Saturday, mm-hmm. we got to do some top golfing and uh, we got to see Justin go from amateur to pro in like the span of like an hour and a half. And now- uh, we got... Okay, go, go for it. I was going to say, so Justin being, proving, proving beyond a shadow of a doubt that that man is a video game lifer and belongs on a video game podcast. When he turned his lack of ability for golf into a min-max game (laughs) so fast, like he was like, wait, I got one spot. I know I can hit with semi-regularity and I'm just going to milk that bitch for points the entire <laughs> time. Like I'm not even going to try for shorter. I'm not even going to try for longer. I can get it right there. And it was just like, boom, 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 like clockwork. Yeah. For anybody who hasn't played top golf, it's basically like, I guess bowling, but with golf, right? There's like mm-hmm. holes scattered all around the course. And your job is to basically hit the ball into these holes with some type of, frequency like you know if you could do them back to back your points double the closer you get to the center of the the target the more points you get and yeah justin found that sweet spot and man once he found it man he just peppered that hole peppered (laughs) i you know i experimented i tried the the log or whatever the big driver i tried a bunch of different stuff but man did that seven iron and green hole that was my fucking bread and butter like once (laughs) i got that feeling in my arm like okay this is what i need to do I was just hitting 12 pointers all day, but (laughs) Shannon had, I think Shannon honestly though, had the best actual like golf shot of the entire day when he launched Uh, that one all the way into like the back gutter that wasn't worth any points, but 
It was Dang. the cleanest, straightest, nicest shot I saw all day. <laughs> oh yeah, hit the back wall. Like it was one of those like, holy crap, Shannon, where have you been hiding this? Like <laughs> and that was after uh that was after my second cocktail of the day. So, you know, yep, it was nice yep. and loose. I was feeling it. I was feeling the rhythm, feeling the groove, cool runnings. But uh Zach, Zach had a couple clean shots right straight mm-hmm. down the middle of the green. And, like it was a it was a good showing for all of us. Pretty impressed. Yep. Pretty good. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, from there, we went to uh, a Brazilian steakhouse, which was mm-hmm. fun because it was like a lot of people's first time doing a Brazilian steakhouse experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much meat. So much. The meat sweats were coming in fast and furious. Mm-hmm. And uh, the walk after that to the axe throwing <laughs> was the most needed walk I have had in a lot. Like, it was one of those like, yeah, it's like five blocks and we're walking and the air's cold and it was just like I felt myself like become alive again because <laughs> I was dying slowly in that Brazilian steakhouse man like oh my god just the amount of just meat that was consumed <laughs> yeah, yeah and was... it's also a, a stark contrast from like Top Golf which was get as drunk as you want we don't care if you fall off the third yeah, story yeah, of yeah. the building like have fun to axe throwing where it was just like, if we even sense that you might've had a drink within the last eight hours, you are not throwing an axe. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. The trainer is like, yo, you following me camera guy. Like this shit's important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> oh, but it was funny to watch that axe come right back at you, Justin. I have to say Dude, that that, that was happening a lot in the beginning. <laughs> and it was only when like someone pointed out, they're like, yeah, do you need to step back? And cause I kept hitting like the, target and stuff like really good towards the middle but i was like hitting it with the fucking handle which was funny because at the beginning like during the practice shot i nailed like a four pointer like right away and i was like oh yeah i still got it and then dude like six seven shots after that dude i could not stick it to save my life and like i was like dude take like a step back from the line where they told you to stand and as soon as i did that i was fine again i was like i was just standing too close apparently my arms were too long I guess that it wasn't spinning up enough to actually get back to the blade and was just smacking it with the handle. But you guys killed it though with axe throwing and dude, Zach looked like a fucking anime character. One hand <laughs> in his pocket, just side fight. Shannon was like in detention over here, looking out for the teacher and then doing some crazy ass fucking throws yeah, with the knives. <laughs> yeah. I, thought, awesome. I, I did think it was hilarious how you guys kept giving me shit about cause I, so my left shoulder is injured and I was keeping my hand in my pocket for, to, for like support on the shoulder. And these, both these guys were giving me so much shit. The fact that I like just kind of kept my hand chilling in my pocket when I would throw <laughs> and like, what is this sauntering up sideways? Just like, oh, let me grab this real quick. Dude, I was because just mad it was, jealous. It was... You were sticking it. Like you were just like, oh, like woof and getting like, fours and like threes yeah, or whatever i, mean, I was it was it. so it was so consistent and so casual is what it was it was like it's like you've been throwing an axe your whole life you just like walk <laughs> up there and you're like well i guess this is what we're doing right now Funk. okay there's there's my four points like can i go back and sit down now okay <laughs> well thank you guys i was doing all right i was doing all right but yeah it was a good weekend all around pretty happy about it uh you know we got to see each other that's the most important thing right you know hanging out with your boys like justin man it was it was good seeing you i gotta say it was good seeing you in person get the feel of the scruff of your beard and i know every every chance i got i made sure to jump all over shannon Mm -hmm. yeah we got some good uh you got some good candid shots i liked it a lot yeah 
yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun. And then we got to watch that uh, that weird ass show. Yeah, <laughs> the Power One Hundred. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Everyone was invested in that for a while. You know, it was funny because, like, in the beginning, everybody's like, "Are we really watching this? Are you kidding me?" But like, by like the second episode, everybody's like, "What's happening? Like, what's going to happen? Yeah. Like, where, who's going to wrestle what? Like, oh, the farmer dude's taking on the 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 special forces guy. Oh no." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ever everyone was all in. It was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good weekend. Good weekend all around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know what else was good, guys? Hmm. What about that Sony State of Play? I thought it was interesting. Hmm. Mixed bag, right? Mixed bag? Well, more of a mixed bag because none of us are going to get a VR2. You know? like Because mm-hmm. by all accounts, like the virtual reality stuff is pretty sweet. But, I mean... I'm just not going to buy another headset. I don't use the one I have, you know? Um, but there were some decent stuff like that. I thought, I thought the Baldur's Gate stuff looked pretty rad. Street Fighter six continues to look fucking awesome. The resident evil four remake, bro. Yeah. I, why, am I, why am I even talking to you? Shame? Justin, the resident <laughs> evil four. remake. <laughs> My boy Leon's never looked better. And like, a lot of like co-op play it appears in there now and and stuff like that which i found interesting i mean what what were your thoughts dude i honestly i thought it started out really strong like i said mm-hmm. like i'm not going to get a vr thing either but a yeah. lot of the games they were showing i thought looked really cool um one that isn't even vr but i'm so looking forward to do humanity i thought looked insane it looked that like- has a that has a demo out right now on Steam, Does apparently. It? Yeah. Oh my god, I, I'll have to download that because, man, dude, as soon as I saw that, it was like peak PS2, GameCube, like Robotussin fever dream yeah, 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 era sure. of game. And I I do miss that era of just like, we love Katamari, like real fucking weird, just throw it against the wall stuff. And that's what this looks like. So I'm really excited for that. I'm also was... a little like, it has a little of that like, Total action battle simulator style. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It doesn't you know, really like have tabs, like, the, like yeah. yeah. Like the tabs kind of weird, like marching and like leading kind of people mm-hmm. through these little livings kind of style looking totally. bases and stuff. Yeah. That's pretty rad. And then when they started like whipping out like lightsabers and like shooting each other and stuff like that, I was like, this is kind of <laughs> crazy and fun. I kind of like that because I went, I, I wasn't too hot on that. But then like once I started to see like there was a little bit more action, I guess, to the puzzle. Like the, the the puzzles, it was a little bit more enjoyable to me. I think. What about what about the Ultimate Ninja Storm shit? That that looks like some anime bullshit that you guys should be all over. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Little Maybe. I've know. played some of the earlier ones and stuff, but I'm just not a huge fighting game person, unfortunately. Yeah. So that's just not my bag. I was flabbergasted though that they actually ended the you know state of play with suicide squad kills the justice league like that was the big finisher for them yeah and i was like well, really and, and, and it was a lot a lot of it too it was like 15 minutes of it and and what how i described it on twitter was it's like so suicide squad but spider-man and borderlands maybe like it was just one of those like it, they seem so like crammed full of crap 
You know what I mean? It's just I, I, li- I like what you're pitching me there. Like, is it like board? Is it like Borderlands Two? Or just well, like there's like weapons you can get, and the weapons are made by different. Man- it's like the Borderlands thing, where different weapon manufacturers have different attributes, mm, sort of okay. thing. And it's like they basically just rip that system right out and put it in there, and then it's got like the traversal of a Spider-Man, but then also like each character has its own fighting style. It, it's one of those things where like on paper it all sounds rad, but watching it was just like kind of boring i don't know like it's hard to uh, justin what do you think because like that was my coming away from it was like this just kind of looks dumb i don't know dude i had like i had no interest in it which is sad it's just because it looks exactly like avengers man it looks like you're just running around with guns shooting robots or what like waves of this the, all, here, the huge glowy spots, the huge glowy spots on all the enemies was actually a real bummer for me. It was yeah, like it, it, in the in the year of our Lord, 2023, we still just have the big robot with the huge glowy spot we all need to shoot. Really? Really? <laughs> That's where we're yeah. at? Like, come on. Yeah. So do you like... think this is just a choice because like, like, you know, you have like DC and Marvel both trying to not kind of toned down, I guess, the violence in their games. So instead of actually using people, they're just using robots just to kind of say it. Well, it's not violence against people. It's just violence against robots, which is okay. Um, I mean, mean, maybe. Because, I mean, it just kind of seems like it's a bummer because, yeah, I mean, it, it that seems like the most boring of enemies to fight, right? I mean, make them aliens, make them monsters, make them something yeah. a little bit more you know, less played out than robots. I mean, I will say it like visually looks really impressive, you know, but, but it's also one of those, like they basically made Harley Quinn, Spider-Man. They turned captain boomerang into like where he shoots like a bunch of projectiles and, and does that whole thing now. And, you know, it's like King shark is obviously your heavy and it's like everyone falls in their category. You know, the, I forget his name, but the the soldier dude is basically the soldier dude, and and that's yeah, Deadshot, and that's all their special abilities and all that, and it's like, and it's fine, but there's just it's been so long, and Rocksteady people have been waiting forever for the Rocksteady game, and it's like, yeah, it's all right, there it is. I guess you kill the Justice League because the end of that trailer, it looks like you got to kill Flash. After you destroy guns that have huge glowy bits that you need to blow up. I don't know. And, and that's what's so disappointing is it looks to me, it just looks like every, like it looks like Avengers. It looks like Gotham Knights. It looks like any other four player, like online, like uh, mm-hmm. experience, triple A experience, whatever, with a battle pass and a season pass and get these skins and do whatever. I think honestly, if they didn't do it, like that and just made it a sing like do single player and it's like you almost have campaigns for each of them like you go mm-hmm. through do it sonic dx style or something where it's like oh you go through like harley's portion and she has the bat and it's melee and you're like doing whatever and you kind of get to see her storyline and all of this and then you play as king shark and you're like swimming through the ground like a fucking street shark and he's like straight up melee like non shit you get to see his part and kind of see like 
whatever almost like devil may cry 5 where you play each of their storylines and it's like you see the parts where they're together but then you also get to see the parts where they're off doing their own shit and stuff too and see or like uh, remember, the story out a little bit remember when mortal Kombat first came back with like mk9 and you went mm. through the story and you were playing all the different characters but getting the story as you were playing it something like that where yeah I don't know. And I mean, they're selling it that you can pick a character and play through the whole game single player like that, but it's, you can tell it's made to play with four people yeah. kind of like borderlands. And it's just, it, uh, I don't they know. even said it in the, <laughs> the thing when they were doing the presentation, they're like, yeah, can you play with one player? Absolutely. But you know, if you want the most mayhem for your money, right. uh, you're going to want to play for it. And it's like, dude, you really expect me to convince three other fucking people that this is a good game for them to spend $70 on so that we can play it for like an afternoon, one Saturday and then never play it again. <laughs> right. I mean, it did look better than, uh, that other Batman game that I've already forgotten the name of Gotham uh, Knights. Gotham Knights. It did look better than <laughs> Gotham Knights, but that's a low bar. That's yeah, I was like, when the bar is that low. Um, you know what else I thought was a low bar or a low blow, at least? It reminded me of when Justin got on his high horse about the uh, magic card reissuing, about the super expensive packs and you weren't guaranteed mm-hmm. to get anything and all that stuff. Apparently, they're doing that again with Pokemon cards. <laughs> there's a classic Pokemon card set they announced during the uh, the Pokemon Direct. What do you have similar feelings about this, Justin? Dude, I saw it and my thing I was reading it because I was like, "What is this? Like, are they basically just like reprinting the base set? Mm-hmm. Um, is it new cards like mixed in with just like some of these like I say like old Chase cards or whatever, yeah. like old Charizard, Venus? Because I think that's all they really showed was like the original." like big three and then mm. they said that yeah blah 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 but then they're also like but these um oh yeah constructed decks for venusaur charizard and blastoise are coming with newly printed cards on top of classic choices but they're not legal in tournament play so they're basically like just collector's items at that point since which which is very similar to what they did with the magic set yeah where they're not like yeah you can get them but they're not like legal in anything basically so it's just like cool it's just like a really expensive proxy is what you're selling me 100 percent. it's a really expensive version of shannon writing black lotus on a forest and putting (laughs) it's a really may or may not have happened i can't confirm that it's an expensive version of them going hey all these youtubers are uh buying these old cards and whatever why don't we just print a bunch of kids must want these so let's just print more how about instead of making them money we make us money (laughs) oh yeah that's a great idea um but yeah so that was probably (laughs) the least interesting thing about the pokemon direct i just thought justin would have uh, thoughts is all um there's a new netflix series coming that's like stop motion animation which seems pretty wild uh, called pokemon concierge there's a teaser trailer up on that um there's more terror raids coming to scarlet and violet which because of course there are uh pokemon go will now connect to scarlet and violet and they're bringing home support there so you can move all your stuff around there's a new Pokemon Go Plus that's going to work with Pokemon Sleep, which is the new product they're doing, which is like a Pokemon 
like alarm clock, I guess. Uh, so is it catching Pokemon in the game while you're sleeping? I, to be honest, I don't know. Do you know what the hell Pokemon sleep is, Justin? Uh, dude, I really, it was so funny because a lot of people were like wondering where the hell Pokemon sleep even like was. Cause it, like <laughs> they announced it during one Pokemon direct thing and then never And it was like it a Pokemon direct thing like four years ago. Like it wasn't any time recent. Um, apparently it's like a sleep tracker. Yeah, it's like a lifestyle app that apparently tracks your sleep data. Uh, I don't know how the Pokemon Go Plus works with it, though, because it's one of those like you're, you can unlock Pokemon and their sleep styles by using it. But okay. yeah, do you, do you then move them into the Go or you carry it? Says, it says here this is from the official website. OK, we're all learning. It says. Do you find yourself struggling to with to get energized sleep in the morning? Has the same old bedtime routine grown tiresome? Now you can turn your sleep into entertainment with Pokemon Sleep. Playing this game is simple. Just place your smartphone by your pillow, then go to sleep. And just like that, you wake up in the morning and you have something to look forward to. Your adventure takes place on a small island where you carry out research on how Pokemon sleep. You'll work with a large Snorlax who lives on the island and a professor who's studying Pokemon sleep styles. So basically it's monitoring like your sleep and based off of how well you sleep and how long you sleep, it will do research and tell you how other Pokemon sleep. It's like Japan's way of getting kids to go to bed. Yeah. Well, I mean, Pokemon Go worked for everyone to walk around. So, you know. Yeah, basically the longer you sleep, the higher your score. And then the more Pokemon you'll get. Shannon's already a top scorer. Yeah. He's like, sign, sign me up. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. It's available to download in summer of 2023 in the iOS store. All right. Well, uh, you know, that comes just before the DLC for Scarlet and Violet they announced. The Hidden Treasure of Area Zero. Hmm. Now, the thing that bums me out about this is part one would be the perfect time to drop right now, like within the next month. But no, mm-hmm. part one comes in the fall, and part two comes in the winter. It seems like they really need to space that out more. They really <laughs> should have spaced that out. And so they looked at how they looked at what Halo was doing, and they're like, that's the business model right <laughs> there. <laughs> and I mean, it looks like you're gonna, you know, do a lot more in Area Zero and maybe leave Paldea and stuff like that, but it's more Pokemon, which is fine. Me and Justin well, still can't believe they, there's no Arceus DLC, but well, that's what I'm saying is there's, so there's, there's two games that were released for Pokemon last year, right? Like, I mean, you had, they bookended the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm wondering if this year they're like, yep, no Pokemon game this year. Um, so, I guess DLC will have to hold people over. And if we're going to do that, then, you know, let's do a slow rollout on these uh, expansions Uh, or, you know, and it's, it's a bummer, but it's not a slow rollout. If anything, a slow rollout would be one now and one at the end of the year. It's, it's nothing. And then two in quick succession, which seems like that's a good way to get them buried by themselves. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe. 
Well, and that's like what I don't get. Like the only people who are gonna still even be playing Scarlet and Violet, like by winter, are gonna be a people who just got it for Christmas, mm-hmm. or it's like be people who like your son who does like the terror raids or whatever. Yeah, when they yeah, yeah. It. But your normal person, like once they beat it, are just done playing it unless they have like friends or something that they want to trade with or do whatever. So and- it would make sense if they, like you said, release the first one in like May or yeah. june or something and then release this one in fall like in november or something around christmas time but it's like yeah my son's still playing it but will he in october i i can't say that he will like he already is dropping way off it so i don't know i really don't know but yeah i thought that was curious like yeah more pokemon's always a good thing but like this was a weird way to do it. So, um, anything else you guys want to talk about from the Pokemon Direct? Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did get announced today that uh, Justin's game of the year, Elden Ring, is getting DLC. Which I'm very excited. We don't know when. We just know that it's coming. <laughs> Shadow of the Erd Tree is the name of it. It's yeah, I think it's hilarious that you know, from literally just said it's called Shadow of the, Shadow of the Erd Tree. We're making it like that's literally the entirety of the tweet, and the internet caught complete fire. Like <laughs> fan theories, people trying to parse the little bit that they put up there like oh my god this means this x y and z and it's just it's hilarious to me it's like deep zooming into the pixels and sub pixels of the one photo they posted like look you can see by this branch that elena's in it and it's like good lord guys but i'm excited for uh i'm excited to see what they do with that i think it's going to be i mean elden ring is is essentially a platform at this point so one that I've successfully not purchased on my Steam Deck. So I feel pretty proud of myself for that. Good well, for you. And, and From has always done a really good job with their DLC. Like yeah. the Dark Souls DLCs have always been good. The Bloodborne, like the Old Hunter, like whatever mm-hmm. DLC is really good. So they always, it's not like, oh, this is just like a couple skins and like maybe a new one. Like they have content in their DLCs and stuff. For sure. Do. I expect this one is going to be jam-packed full of stuff. So that's that's exciting. Um, what's not exciting is Wolf Among Us 2 got delayed yet again. <sighs> that's a bummer. But I'll be honest, man. Like That one's going to be a wait for reviews for me regardless because it's just it's a whole new team. It's a whole new thing. It, I'm really scared that the magic of the first one is just not there anyway. Mm. and so did, did they say why it was getting uh pushed back they didn't they just said we're pushing it back essentially mm. so that's a bummer but i've got way too much to play already so it's okay it's okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um even though i played the first one on the vita so i'm kind of <laughs> hyped for another handheld experience uh, Justin got to to play with the Steam Deck a little bit. What were your thoughts, sir? Dude, I was really impressed by it. Um, it the screen was a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it 
and it is like a little heavier but i didn't think it was like oh god like i couldn't hold this for too yeah. long in my hands like i have you know bigger hands and stuff like you do and like it felt really nice the joysticks felt really good it felt mm-hmm. responsive the the haptic controls like what you were talking about before yeah. that was bizarre like it was cool it was just so weird the first time it happens like it almost kind of feels like your thumbs like getting shocked a little bit i was like whoa like it's like dragging kind of slow across like what is happening here but i was uh running around in your open game of midnight suns and stuff and you know i thought it looked really good it it made me want to get a steam deck that much more getting it in the hands and stuff and like kind of going through i'm like okay yeah no this is pretty cool it has like the um you know like very much like a steam interface and stuff like when you have it in like big tv mode with like the little boxes or whatever on it and and there's something to like the feel of it in the hand and like the heft of it like it feels expensive you know what i mean like it it feel like it has that like oh this is a high quality piece of kit because of how just how it feels um you know I, you guys give me shit, but it's kind of hard to go back to the Switch now. Just playing anything on it. And, like, I'll go play Pokemon on the Switch or something. And it's just like, ah, the screen kind of sucks. And, like, this thing, <laughs> it's, 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 like, so framey. And, you know, like. You could be playing Marvel Snap on your Switch right or on your uh, Steam Deck, can't you? I can, yes. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. yeah. But the Steam version kind of runs like ass, I will say. Really? That. Yeah. It's not. It's not good. It's definitely a mobile game. Hmm. I have. I have tried, sir. Like, let me. Let me tell you. <laughs> I've tried. Okay, so let me let me ask you this. You've had mm-hmm. it for what? Like um, almost a month now, right? Almost. Yeah. Uh, what would you say is the best game that you've played that's been on? You know, on that. Um. Prob- honestly, probably Midnight Suns. Like, it's a great. It's a great game to put on the mobile uh, setting. Like, it's really nice. Well, that's um, awesome. yeah, uh, the aperture desk job game, because it mm-hmm. kind of is made to show you how the steam deck works is pretty rad. Like it, it uses a lot of functionality and it's got the good humor. Um, and, uh, yeah, outside of that, like I haven't really messed with too much. Cause usually if I pick it up, I'm playing midnight suns at this point. Mm-hmm. I played a lot of pizza tower on it, which, yeah. or, you know, for the D-pad and the buttons or everything, it feels great. It feels great to play. I just, for me, I like playing Midnight Suns better, so that's what I'm playing more often. Nice. Yeah. That's but cool. uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um. All right. Well, should we do a little what we've been playing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Shannon, what have you been playing? Well... Nobody wants to hear me talk about Fire Emblem anymore, so I'm going to, you know, I've, I've gotten a little further in that game. Uh, it's still a great game. Uh, but I did get into uh, a early download, uh, like beta, not really a beta, mm-hmm. but like a early release uh, for a game called uh, Street Fighter Battle on your uh, mobile phone. Oh, okay. Uh, so <clears throat> it's basically an idle RPG game um, with Street Fighter characters. Um, so if you've ever played one of those idle games on your phone, it's pretty straightforward. Um, you log in, you do your dailies, um, you, you know, recruit some new heroes, level up your characters, and then basically you're done for the day. Um, there's, 
it's put out by Crunchyroll Games. Um, so the animation and, and the styling of the game are pretty good. Um, but it's it's nothing to write home about. Um, you know, they really are trying to sell you everything in that game. Um, like right out the gate, like your screen. I hate it when you have a game uh, on your mobile device. It's free. And yeah, you know, they're going to want you to buy things. But I hate it when they do that little gimmick of where they put like an exclam- a red exclamation mark or a little notification icon in the corner like hey there's like something new or um like you've completed something click on this button over here yeah, yeah and yeah. then it's for 1999 you can get uh, like all these gems so um, gross. yeah so that's kind of annoying because I, I like to have my screen clear and if i see like a little red exclamation mark it just kind of freaks me out um so it's you know it's pretty simple uh in its in its actions you get to choose uh three fighters and you have one backup so basically they fight until their power-ups fill up and then they use their power-ups and the fourth character kind of jumps in and tags in and does their super like as part of a combo um yeah i've played it for the last couple days and it's you know it's fun but you know just it takes up too much time so that's all i've been able to play this week all right uh justin what about you so I heard about the other day, I didn't even know this game existed. It's called like Wulong Fallen Dynasty. Oh yeah, yeah. Um it's coming to Game Pass and like everywhere else or whatever on March third, so in two days, but I saw that there was a demo out for it on I think it's on Steam, it's on you can get the demo on Xbox, which is where I downloaded it. Mm-hmm. Um so I checked it out because I heard a lot of comparisons to like Elden Ring and stuff. Yeah. A lot of people saying it's by Team Ninja. Um, so and it's by the same people, I'm going to say, who made like Neo and stuff, which those games get a lot compared a lot to Dark Souls. And so I've mm-hmm. never played them, but I've heard good things about them. So I'm like, all right, you know, cool. I'll check it out. I mean, it's a free demo, so why not? And I've been playing it the last like couple days. I haven't beat the demo yet i got to the first boss and it's like a two phases and it's like dude i've i've knocked the first phase like out of the park i can do that no problem and now i'm trying to uh master the second phase of the boss fight but it is very much a like soul style game but also it's more like approachable like it feels a lot like sekiro okay like the combat's a lot faster so Um, it doesn't feel like that just because of the aesthetic yeah no i mean like control wise it's very similar um to dark souls but it's also like a little different so it's like you have Mm -hmm. your double you can double jump um you have like your heavy attack and then like your light attack um you have what's effectively like souls but you don't like you don't really lose them though like when you die you lose like part of them and then if an enemy killed you they kind of become like stronger and then you can kill that when you come back you can kill that enemy or whatever to then like get them back to kind of like redeem yourself so it's kind of uh, like a nemesis kind of uh, a little bit yeah thing, huh? and they because they become stronger too because enemies have almost like 
threat levels or whatever from like five to i want to say like maybe like 20 or something like that so it's like they might be like oh like threat level five or whatever like at first and then when they kill you they like jump up to like 15 and then it's like now oh, they'll like they're like more aggressive and they're like better at like blocking your attacks and stuff and will try to like get behind you and like fuck you up instead of you just running in and like slaughtering them but hmm. it's it's a lot of fun um i mean there's like bonfires the level up system i think is really cool because that's kind of like one of the daunting things you know about like dark souls and like whatever you know you're like oh well what do like what does investing in luck do what does investing yeah. in decks really do like it's hard unless you've played the games it's like it's really hard for you to kind of know what to invest in where this is a lot simpler than that they simplified it down to almost like a five star system where it's like there's five things you can invest in and like multiple things are kind of grouped together so it's like oh health and this it's this one like attacks and like wizard spells or whatever this one uh like your magic and like recuperation from getting attacked this one so instead of like having 15 different categories to invest in it's like you have five and there's multiple kind of bundled with each of them that are going to get improved. So it's a lot easier to grasp. I, I like how their big innovation isn't going, hey, figure it out, MFers. Have fun. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so the controls have kind of taken me, because I'm so used to Dark Souls. Like, It's taken me a little bit to get used to, but once you get used to it mm-hmm. like it's not bad it's fun like pay like i'm not usually one for like parrying and stuff like that but they kind of like put like a heavy emphasis on like oh yeah no uh when this person's glowing red and if you get hit by this shit you're gonna get fucked up unless you block this attack <laughs> so you better do that and what's really nice is i don't know if it's like this for the entire demo or not or even the game for that matter but so far there's this dude who's kind of like following you around or whatever he's helping you out. And so it's almost like always having somebody summoned into your game, oh, okay. which is nice. Cause he'll be like, when you're all hurt, he's like, stand behind me or whatever. So you can heal and blah, blah, blah. So he'll kind of help take the heat off you sometimes. Like when you're getting messed up and stuff, you know, he'll draw the attention. So you can kind of run off to the side and drink your Estes flask or whatever to heal Mm. to get back in. So that's always nice, but he doesn't do like so much damage. It's just like, Oh, I'm just going to stay back and he can just wipe the floor with it. It's like, no, like you'll get a couple shots in and stuff, but you still have to do the majority of the work, but he just kind of runs interference for you when you need it. Gotcha. Well, that's cool. But that's the uh, main game I've been playing. And I know both, I think, you and I got to play a little bit of the new Dead Space, finally. Yes. Yes. Hey, that that game rules, by the way. Dude, dude it is so beautiful. Like, it's, it's like you said, uh, when we were out there, we were talking about it a little bit. It looks like how I remember it looking when I first played it. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like, yeah. Like the lighting is like so good. Like they completely redid like the character models of like Isaac looks completely different. He looks like more like a person. They showed like a side by side comparison and he looked so sickly and like whatever in the first one. And now he kind of looks more like a normal person. And also how he moves too. Yeah. Because like the, the, if, when you watch the side by sides, the walking from, 
like point A to point B is so he, like Isaac actually walks super weird in the first one. He kind of like almost lunges forward as he's walking around and yeah, just like moving around and maybe it's like a frame rate improvement also or something, but it's just like to your point, everything just looks so much smoother and, and it's crazy how much I've forgotten that game. Like I've beaten that game multiple times, but as I'm coming through, I'm always like, Oh yeah, that happens. Oh, this is when that part is okay. And I think, and I think it also it kind of like we were talking with John Wick a couple weeks back, all of them start to bleed together and it becomes like, oh, right. The first dead space is when X, Y, and Z happens. This part's in the second dead space. You know, that, that sort of thing starts to go through, through my brain. Uh, Shannon, what we, me and Justin were trying to come up with a term. There needs to be a term for like when you play a remake or something and it looks like how you remember it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because like we need to coin that phrase because it ha- it's happened a few times now where it's like, you know, you'll get the up res, the HD remake or whatever. And you go like, that ah, doesn't look all that impressive. But then you play the original one and you're like, oh, sh- shit. OK, yeah, no, that looks way better. <laughs> like, oh, my God. But it's just your memory of it looks like we went through this when the, uh, the Shredder's Revenge, the TMNT game came out. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it looks just like one of those ones when we were kids. And then you look at the ones when we were kids. It's like, oh, God, no, it looks <laughs> so much better than those. Like, mm-hmm. holy crap. You're like, it looks like how I remember Turtle in Time looking, and then you look at Turtle in Time, you're like, oh. <laughs> Turtle in Time looks like goddamn stick figures compared to this, you know? I know, that's going to be a tough one, man, because, like, you got to have, like, like, something that basically refers to, like, a nostalgia that you have for a game, but also, like, a, like, cognitive thing. Yeah, like a, it's like a misremembering, but like in a positive way or something. Yeah. I don't know. But it, but it's funny because I think it almost sells these games short. You know, like when I was looking at Dead Space, I'm like, yeah, this looks great. This looks like, but like, I think the original still looks great. I mean, sure, it looks better, but like, yeah, it's, it's, it's okay, you know, as far as a remake goes. And then, like Justin says, you look at the original and you're like, holy shit, this looks so much better in every single way. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of like, it's it's the Final Fantasy VII effect, right? Like, everybody's sitting there and they're talking about, oh, Final Fantasy VII, that was such a great game. It was amazing. It was so ahead of its time. You go back and you look at that PlayStation 1, like Final Fantasy VII game, and it is hot garbage. Uh, you know. <laughs> Dude, I remember seeing the Knights of the Round blowing my <laughs> goddamn mind, and it looks like the funniest thing now. It's like, <laughs> how did I ever think this was cool? It's like, oh this is God. worse than Roblox. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Legitimately is. I mean, now Roblox has lighting, at least. Good lord. Um, but, yeah, it. I think the only franchise that has seemed to escape it was what Capcom has done with Resident Evil, and that's just because they've changed the entire games. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, it's Resident Evil 2 in story, but that's about where it ends. Like, everything else is different in that game. So, mm. but I don't want that in Dead Space. And, you're like, what's that? Good. Oh, I was going to say, you're like, no, you're like, I just want really pretty good dead space one but they did change some stuff too which i like like the whole um having to kind of choose between 
going through this area with lighting or having to go through it in the dark by switching the batteries around and yeah. stuff was pretty funny and doing it in the dark you know like you hear the noises and you're like man where's it coming from <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's like three necromorphs coming at you and you're like shoot at the limbs so here's my question mm-hmm. um did they change anything in the remake from the original as far as like jump scares like where you're like expecting something you're like oh i remember this spot like this thing's gonna jump out and I'm going to have to like slice it to bits. And then you got to that spot and it didn't pop out. And then it well, popped out somewhere else. <laughs> no, but see, that's the funny thing is it's been so long that I mm. don't remember those anymore. Mm. So they're all kind of new to me. Um, But yeah, it's, uh, it's still dead space. You'll enter a room. There'll be three bodies on the ground. You'll stomp every single one of them because one of them's going to get up. And you know it, it, you know, that sort yeah. of thing. It's like it. So it's still dead space in that regard. Oh, there's a huge hole in the wall. Guess what? Something's coming out of there soon. You know, like it, it's, it's still like that, but uh, I don't know. Like it's, it's dead space is just so good. It's just, <laughs> God damn, that game is awesome. It really is. And you know, chef's kiss. They did it. They did a wonderful job so far with this remake. I'm just, I'm enjoying my way through it. I'm going nice and slow. I'm playing when I can, but it's, it's great. It's awesome. Nice. Um, EA, get on the Shadows of the Damned remake, please. <laughs> <sighs> It'll never happen, but God damn it. Um, oh, well, we? Zach, what are you playing? I mean, have you anything other than Midnight Suns and into some Dead Space? Nah, nah, not really. That's kind of all. It's kind of all in, in Marvel Snap, of course, but you know, mm-hmm. that's that's about it. Like that's I haven't really had a lot of time for exploratory stuff. I'm still working on Hi Fi Rush. The last boss is kicking my ass, so I I, I, I did the uh, mental break of set it down and walk away. Take, mm-hmm. take a lap. Take a lap, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Smart. I did I did get to watch Zach play a little bit of Atomic Heart and Oh yeah, I forgot you, about Atomic Heart. Yeah, and you died at the one part and had to go all the way back. He's like, Yeah, that makes me not want to fucking play this anymore. Yeah. So yeah, was it same... on a uh, Game Pass or Yeah, yeah, okay. I downloaded on Game Pass. That that game is the opening hour or so is Bioshock. Hundred percent but you are in a floating city in Russia that's like a a communist paradise that is full of technology and robots and all these things and you know like crazy tech just everywhere and you have a glove that has like little tendrils that come out of it that let you hack into things and give you like abilities your other hand is where you have a weapon and interact with stuff and it's it's bioshock like 100 percent bioshock and then the game starts and you're like, oh, this combat isn't Bioshock at all. Like, oh, this this kind of sucks. And you're collecting a million metal parts, for which reasons I haven't discovered yet. I'm assuming <laughs> you need to buy and upgrade things with them. But uh, yeah, I got through when Justin was hanging out with me, maybe a 20, 25 minute long stretch, came around a corner, got ambushed by like three robots, died. And had to start at the beginning of that 25 minute stretch Hmm. and was just like, well, back to hi-fi rush. Fuck this. Like, I was just so like, oh my God, it was just, it left the worst taste. I haven't gone back to it since. I haven't gone back to it since. Like, 
Well, and what made it so heartbreaking was it was this area where there was like all these abandoned offices and shit. So Zach was like opening all the drawers and getting all the materials and whatever, and all that he'd have to do all of that again. And yeah. like, dude, that's like the most tedious bullet. So I wasn't even just going from A to B. It's like also collecting all this shit again. It's like, dude, for you don't even know what you're crafting yeah. with it. It's like nothing super important. It's just like, man. Well, that was the thing is like, if I would have walked into the office and all the drawers would have been open, like I collected it all already, I would have been like, ah, okay. And moved on. Cause it would have only taken me like two or three minutes to get back to where I was, you know, like it wouldn't have been the end of the world. But when I saw that none of the stuff I collected stuck, uh, oof, oof. <laughs> so the enemies, do they feel op like like are you generally terrified of the robots like you run away from them and have to think more strategically how to attack them or are they just your base enemy in that game they're the base enemy in that game but i'm pretty underpowered at this point in the game Mm -hmm. like i don't have any ammo you know i'm i'm super low on everything so i thinking about it now you're supposed to be creeping around and like shanking these things to get around Mm mm-hmm I was not playing it that way. So I got mm. took the fuck out and it was uh, <sighs> just, it was deflating enough that I wasn't ready to go back to it. Got it. Yeah. yeah. There's just something about that game. Like I see it and I'm just like, mm, just, it looks like a cheaper version of like you were saying, like Bioshock. And I wasn't really too crazy about Bioshock to begin with. So it wasn't something that, really kind of piqued my interest but you know there was a moderate amount of buzz on the internet Mm -hmm. about it that i was you know moderately interested like enough to kind of watch a couple game trailers on it but i mean i'm willing to give it another chance i just honestly haven't had time to but it as someone that loves the bioshock games it definitely feels like an imitation Mm. not necessarily an homage it feels more like an imitation and and I don't think that's necessarily a positive thing. Um, you know, we didn't talk about we didn't we didn't dip by the double wide and discuss Sisu, which we should. Mm, I mean, I don't know if I have it in me to do a, an intro, but sit down, boys and girls, by the fire tonight. Your storyteller's a little hungover from the weekend's escapades, and I just want to get through this trailer trash. (laughs) So this week, we are discussing Sisu, which uh, I will surmise (laughs) real quick as being like Prospector John Wick versus Nazis. And goddammit, I'm in. Like, holy (laughs) shit. Like... It took me about 30 seconds of that trailer to be like, yep, day one. Is it showing now? Can I go right now to see this movie? Because goddamn, like, that guy is killing everyone and anything. And hey, watching Nazis die is always fun times. I mean, that was pretty much the tagline. It's like the most fun you'll have watching Nazis get blasted. Yeah. (laughs) And this guy is just a whirling dervish of death. John Wick mm-hmm. style. I mean, people get fucking landmines thrown at them, which is <laughs> that was impressive. awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, like neck stabbings, fucking hanging by an airplane with a knife. Like, yeah, I'm in. Pickaxe, yeah, pickaxe, oh, pickaxe. pickaxe. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, uh, yeah. The uh, 
the whole thing where it was like, oh, we got to get over to that other side where he is. And they're like, uh, how many landmines did we bury over here? And he, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like you and you go over, go out there, try to try to get yeah. through there. And it was just like that first dude blows up and you're just like, cool. That's a pretty good effect right there. Yeah. And then that second dude gets it and you just see the foot land. <laughs> just like, I'm in. Just, yeah. I want to see all of this, please. I mean, gratuitous violence. Like, oh, there yeah. needs to be a word above gratuitous because, like, <laughs> good lord, comedic levels of savage violence, ungodly amounts of violence. Yeah. So, if that seems like your jam, I highly recommend you check out the trailer. It was posted up on the Discord, uh, and and holy shit, I'm in. Like, Justin, your thoughts? No, dude, I was in. It's literally like Quentin Tarantino took John Wick and just made it into some like super gory bashing Nazi prospector bullshit. And I'm here for it. And just tell me, they're like, you think this shit's over the top? They're like, no, let's push it further. And then it's like, okay, we came to you with this idea. And like, let's push it further. Yeah. Just keep <laughs> pushing, keep pushing. Like, and, and man, did they like, holy shit. Did they push? Um, so yes. Uh, Sisu looks like all that in a bag of chips. It's time for the spoiler zone, guys. I can't wait anymore. We need to talk cocaine there. Sirens, well, please. Why don't you two sit here and uh, talk about cocaine bear, and I'll try to fill in what's happening in the movie because I didn't get to see any of it. Hey, hey you know what? You, you'll be right there. It's it, This isn't high cinema, Shannon. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Oof, cocaine bear. Justin... What were your thoughts exiting the theater of Cocaine Bear? Dude, I I had a newfound respect for bears because let me tell you, man, dude, that bear went ape shit on those people, man, dude. It mauled everybody. Uh-huh. He was he. It was also, I feel like I I knew it was gonna be funny, but it had a lot more like chuckle moments than I was yeah. honestly expecting. Um, the the ambulance was one of my favorites i did enjoy the pair i almost wish the paramedics lived yeah um more because i would have liked to have kind of seen them off like fucking around in the woods or whatever like trying to get back yeah Uh, but i thought their moments and stuff were really good um uh the the park ranger on the gurney i'm sorry that was like the one of the funniest deaths I've seen in a movie <laughs> in a long time. Like, holy yeah, shit. dude, when, when she hit the pavement face first and just yeah. slid for like yeah. 60 feet. Me and Zach it was like the longest slide. The it was just like, <laughs> and you're just hearing the skull on the gravel the whole way. Yeah, and oh she's my just God. like planking the entire time. It was so good. Ugh, um, I was dying. I also, part I know both me and Zach chuckled at too was when the, uh, the leg came like flying down and the bear snorted a line of cocaine off a severed leg yeah that was pretty funny (laughs) just ripped a rail right off the fucking leg it's just like oh my god dude um the the introduction of the cocaine cubs was a nice little twist that was that was good yeah mom bear we did not know that yeah yeah um going around collecting duffel bags out in the woods man like that's what she was doing (laughs) And I agree with Zach. The the biggest I feel like plot twist of the entire movie was the the little dog storyline. Yeah. No idea what the fuck that was about. They were like, <laughs> dude, we need to kill 
it, we need to stretch this. We are at 80 minutes right now. Yeah. Where do we get another 10 minutes? I little dog. Uh, they well, just like made this little dog storyline, I guess. We, we got this cop that adopted a dog that he wanted to play fetch with, and he got this little princess dog instead, and he's trying to figure out what to do with it, and also kind of trying to hit on his coworker. And okay, that's enough. Back to the cocaine. <laughs> like it was just it was like why why is it even this here? Like I don't understand. Um, but yeah, every, everyone gets it real good in that movie. Uh, so what happens? With the bear, so I mean, I mean, real life, we know the bear dies yeah. like after like an hour and a half. Uh, so, is this one of those movies where like the bear just like is about ready to maul like the last person and ends up like going into cardiac arrest, and that's how the story gets told because no. the person gets away? Like, what no. <laughs> no. Uh, there's a huge standoff involving a bear cave and a waterfall at the back of the bear cave, and then. Uh, the mom and the two kids jump into the water and so does O'Shea Jackson and, uh, the other dude who turn on the drug dealer, dad, the drug dealer, dad gets eviscerated by the mama bear and the two cubs, uh, vivisected actually alive. So that was fun. Bear, <laughs> little bear cubs pulling out intestines and whatnot. <laughs> and then, uh, and then the next morning comes and, Cops are flooding the area and mom and the kids are walking away on a bicycle and they pass the gurney and the mom's like, don't look at that. And they just keep, keep it pushing, you know, keep it going. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, you, you cut to people talking and looking through a camera. You're seeing the, the image through the camera lens and it's a mom bear and two cubs playing on a rock. And they're like, Oh, I can't believe we're seeing this. This is amazing. And then all three heads suddenly turn and look at the camera. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yep. awesome. Theoretically, we could get a cocaine bear too. Lord willing. Lord willing. <laughs> I will say, I don't know if they could pull the same trick twice. Like That is true. I mean, they did with Crank, right? So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. God. I do love Crank. <laughs> when he puts the... Uh, the the jumper cables on his tongue or whatever mm -hmm. that one yeah 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 and crank to the kaiju fight like <laughs> destroyed me when i saw it in theaters. <laughs> but i mean cocaine bear was a, it's a wonderful novelty movie it's the dumbest shit i've seen in the theater <laughs> in years but highly entertaining i you know what i got what i paid for i got the exact thing i wanted when I paid my money to go see a movie called cocaine bear. No notes, no notes. So. I mean, awesome. Justin, was that the dumbest thing you've seen in the movie theater in a long time? You've seen a lot, <laughs> more, a, you've seen a a lot more bad movies than me. So <laughs> that is true. Theater wise though. Like mm -hmm. I've seen bad movies, but bad movies that are entertaining though. Yeah. Yes, I did enjoy it because I was like, dude, I saw Halloween Ends and that was just a bad movie. I wasn't laughing during that movie. That was <laughs> sheer disappointment. No, I'm talking movie that you know going into it is going to be a so bad it's good movie. Yeah, like a straight up B movie. Yeah. yeah. That was, it was definitely a like a B movie that had a higher budget than like $20,000. Yeah. 100%. 100%. But yeah, man, uh, I think uh, I think Cocaine Bear is good. 
I'm ready for Adderall alligators or, you know, fentanyl ferrets or whatever they want to take this next. Like, <laughs> meth mongoose. <laughs> no, we said. Remember, we said meth mountain lion. Meth that's mountain right. Lion. That's right. Meth <laughs> mountain lion would be more entertaining. Yeah, you don't. You don't want to go see the movie on uh, roofied rhinos, but you know. <laughs> roofied rhinos. <laughs> no one wants that. <laughs> Hydrocodone hippos. <laughs> oh man. Do, do you know the story about uh, was it Pablo Escobar and he had a bunch of hippos guarding his property in Colombia? Uh, in the like in the wetlands around his property because he saw that they kill more people in Africa than any other animal. So he shipped over like it was like 20 hippos from Africa and like released him on his property to protect it from uh, invaders. And they've totally taken over that area of Colombia. Like hmm. they, they've like bred and prospered. And now there's like 40 or 50 of them out in the rainforest and like the government doesn't know what to do about it because they're savage and they like are highly territorial and, and all this and they're just like just wreaking havoc on the local ecosystem <laughs> and it's also deep ass jungle so they can't just go find them mm-hmm. and, you know and so yeah it's fascinating actually <laughs> i'm like dude next movie <laughs> Yeah. Escobar hippos. Let's do it. (laughs) (sighs) Well, anyone watch anything? Oh, hey, you know what I watched? Top Gun Maverick. Nice. uh, Yeah, only about a year late, but hey, here we are. And uh, holy shit, that movie is just a recreation of Top Gun. Like, it is fascinating how, like, almost shot for shot, scene for scene, (laughs) that movie is just Top Gun. And it's like, no Righteous Brothers, no, though. I, I was very upset. We never got a Righteous Brothers moment. Mm-hmm. We got uh, Great Balls of Fire. We did get Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> played by Goose's son on the mm-hmm. same piano with the mm-hmm. same sun setting. Like, it was one of those, like, Jesus Christ, you guys. Like, I get it. Like, holy crap. Also, that guy hella looks like Goose. Like, oh, my God. They got a guy that's like, oh, yeah. That's a hundred percent gooses kid. Cause you look just like him. Like, Holy shit. Um, yeah. I also thought it was pretty funny that like throughout the whole movie, they're like, nobody can do this. We're going to train these people. These yeah. are like the top pilots. And then at the end, there's just like, well, fuck it. Um, Tom Cruise's character, Maverick, you're just, you're just going to do this whole thing. Right. Like you could do it. Let's well, just have you do it. Cause also it's one of those like, well, we put, we trained with these guys. Uh, you killed every single one of them every single time. And also you were the only one to ever do it. So I guess you're doing it. Um, <laughs> our best of the best can't do shit apparently. So, uh, Hey, you, you got this right. Mm-hmm. Um, though that scene where he does the run is pretty rad. Like mm-hmm. that whole thing is, is super rad. Uh, I don't know how you get a billion dollar aircraft without anyone saying you can fly it to do that. (laughs) But we'll just pretend that, you know, the guy in charge of the keys is super cool. (laughs) It's it's super cool. I like that. (laughs) Oh, it's you, Mav. Yeah. Take it for a spin, baby. (laughs) Yeah. It's all right. You guys had a hot wire a jet. Yeah, it's, it's all right that even turning these engines on costs the U.S. taxpayers about a hundred thousand dollars. But yeah, whatever, bro. Take it for a spin. Just have it back by by dinner. <laughs> oh man, 
Yeah, nothing wrong with that movie at all. It's a hundred percent perfect. That's uh, it's the ultimate nostalgia play. Like mm-hmm. ultimate. It's, it's the final boss of nostalgia. Like, <laughs> I mean, you don't even know who the enemy is. They don't even specify who that who it is we're fighting. They're just like, yep, it's an enemy. They're making uranium in a crater. Like <laughs> who? Them. They've got Gen Five fighters. Who who are they? Who are the what are Gen Five? They they've said the term Gen Five fighter like eight times in that movie, and they never explain what that means. Just like, <laughs> just that they're better planes. Mm-hmm. Literally, like, but no context. Like, they could have said Gen 18. I would have made the same <laughs> fucking thing. Like, I don't even know. Like, and then, and then their only display of air superiority the entire time is it kind of stops in midair at one point, spins behind, and comes back around. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Okay, but at this point, Tom Cruise is in a fucking F-14 Tomcat that's 40 years old. Still manages to kill one of them in the goddamn thing. Like, how superior are these planes? You just got waxed by a 40-year-old fucking <laughs> rust bucket. Like, yeah, and what are you what are you doing holding on to that plane at your airstrip? Like, you know, in the in the in the Alps. Yeah. <laughs> or the, or, or the wherever you are. British mountains. Like who the fuck like, you know, like who the hell knows? It's like Mm. Yeah, as, wanted... soon, as soon as they showed it like at the beginning <laughs> of the movie like they've even got some of the old relics i'm like oh tom cruise is 100 flying that plane by mm. this movie like thousand mm-hmm. percent not even a doubt in my mind and yep there it goes there he is back in the old saddle yeah and i was trying to think too because like in the first one you know goose dies spoilers i mean don't hate me but uh and then you get into this one and they were like yeah we're gonna I mean, nobody's going to die. Everybody's coming back. Like, it's, this yeah. is a 100% success mission right here. It's it's only got, like, a 1% chance of uh, six, of of actually working. But everybody's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know, from the moment that whoever the Iceman equivalent is, uh, I forget his name now, mm-hmm. but when he doesn't get the mission, but you're on standby. From the moment that happens, my wife and I look at each other and been like, so he's going to come in and blow him up right before he dies, right? Like, right <laughs> right, right before Tom Cruise dies, this guy flies in and saves the day, right? Right? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> like, exactly <laughs> what happens. Like, there's never a moment of tension that, like, someone's not coming back, to your point. Like, no tension that that's going to work <laughs> out that way. And you know what? It's awesome. It's super fun. <laughs> but, yeah. Ah, Tom Cruise, you've done it again. I don't regret owning that movie. That's like going to be one of those like junk food movies that I can just put on in the background oh, and just watch it over and over again. Yeah, like you could literally jump into that movie at any point. Mm-hmm. Any point you can just jump into it. I mean, it's going to be like the same thing as like Gone in 60 Seconds where you just put on like the last half hour of the movie and you just have that on in the background because right. that you're that, talking, you're talking, yeah. you're talking my language now. Gone in 60 yeah. Seconds. Yeah. 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 That last that last sequence is uh, is perfect. I mean, like I, I actually wanted my son to watch it because it was, you know, pretty interesting. And like the sound bar with the sound bar I have, yeah. like the sound was really good. Um, I forgot how many times they say shit in like the last like half hour of that of that movie. Uh, we had to pull the ripcord on that pretty fast. Yeah, like you gotta grow up sometime that. boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, yeah. As soon as that 
late nineties, early two thousands electronic music kicks in and they're, and they're starting to steal all the cars. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm locked in, locked in. Mm-hmm. She's having the baby right now. Oh, this isn't even my car. <laughs> so good. So good. Um, fuck. Now I just want to watch God in 60 seconds. <laughs> Let's try it. Um, <laughs> So perfect. Uh, got me all hyped up for for Ghana. Like, where's my Ghana sixty seconds remake or sequel? Come on, bro. You, you can't touch perfection, bro. It's been twenty <laughs> years. Can I get a second? Oh man, that would be awesome. You know, Giovanna Ribisi's kid now is boosting cars. Like, <sighs> what if me? that's the twist at the end of the Fast Ten? Like part three. Holy shit. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. At the, like the big twist at the end is he's going up against Memphis Reigns' crew. <laughs> Holy yes. shit, dude. Oh my God. Give me that movie, please. Justin is so lost and I don't even give a shit. Like this is going to be <laughs> the best thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh man. Justin, have you seen Gone in 60 Seconds? I have not. Oh, it's why I'm so lost. Like I'm just letting you guys have your moment. This is like I feel like Zach when me and Shannon are talking about anime. I'm just like, yeah, Mm. sure. God dang it! Can I give you a little homework to watch the Nicolas Cage Giovanni (laughs) Ribisi vehicle gone in sixty seconds? Prime Angelina Jolie. Also, Mm -hmm. I would Shannon. I might go so far as to say peak Angelina Jolie. You're not wrong. I would, I would agree. That was, yeah. She's in that movie for like literally four minutes, but just throwing 110 miles an hour (laughs) every time. Like (laughs) you just can't catch up to that speed. Like, no, no, no. Going from working at a Ferrari dealership to a bar. Yeah. Yeah. You got uh, a Vinny Jones as a coroner eating a sandwich on a dead person. Oh, Sphinx has probably got to be the best character in the show or in the, in the movie. Sphinx is amazing. Robert Duvall's in that son bitch. Like, (laughs) yeah. Oh man, dude, there's, there are a lot of big name actors in there. Timothy Oliphant was in there. What? Is that, no, is that Timothy? Yeah, that is Timothy Oliphant in it. Yeah. 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 Are you sure? Cause you just went through a wall. (laughs) Um, That's the best line. (laughs) Are you all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Are you sure? Because you just went through a wall. <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting Justin to watch this. He's not. He's not. No, going. I'm. No, I'm trying to see if it's streaming on anything. That movie. That movie. <clears throat> that movie ruined uh, that '69 Mustang because they actually were able to copyright that that Eleanor. Eleanor. So yeah. now, if you want Eleanor, you have to pay. I think it's like an extra thirty-six grand. It's a body. Or... It's a body kit now. Yeah. yeah, it's a. It's basically a licensed body kit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's ridiculous. <sighs> it's a damn beautiful car though. Yeah, yeah. I don't beautiful see car. it streaming on anything, but I'll. I'll definitely. I have a copy. I... I'll send it to you, Justin. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say I can always just uh you know, I I do have the Pirate Bay so. Ahoy, mateys! <laughs> yes, it, you know if it's not on a shaky steady cam, he doesn't want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, unless it has Korean subtitles, I don't know if I can sit there and watch it. I think there uh, are deliberately Korean subtitles in the movie at some point, and then like, you know, it'd be awesome if they flipped it back to English for you. <laughs> that would be great, actually. 
I was like, <laughs> I do see smiles on Amazon Prime now or whatever, so I might watch that again. Awesome. Yeah, there, there's one you want to watch twice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What's that supposed to be? I, you know. <laughs> um, but yes, now all I want in my life is the fast Gone in 60 Seconds crossover. <laughs> um, well, all right. Do we have a show, gentlemen? Mm-hmm. I think, I, I mean, we ended at the peak. Now right. that I've sung the praises of a 23-year-old movie for, you know, 10 minutes. It's not that old, is it? Do you want me to do this? Do you want me to do this? Dude, Dude I was... I would just... say that movie came out 2000... Say... Ugh, yeah, it's probably 19 years ago. Gone in 60 Seconds, released in 2000. God damn. Oh, man. June 9th, 2000. So we're at 22 years old and change. <laughs> man, would you say that was peak Bruckheimer or would you say that was like early Bruckheimer? Ooh. Hmm. Man, now you're going to have to. Hold on. I'm looking at Bruckheimer films. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, in when it came out. You were how old? Ten. Per- perfect wheelhouse. I mean, it's a PG thirteen movie. <laughs> All right, hold on. Filmography: Jerry Bruckheimer. You know, I probably, I probably would go like Armageddon as peak Bruckheimer. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Maybe, maybe I, the, I agree with you. Maybe the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. That that those are good. Uh, you know, uh, you, mm, maybe from. I would say the, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say I'd say maybe the first and second uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, but yeah, yeah I, you know. Well, because okay, I think I think we're gonna go for the the string here, because starting in ninety eight and going to 06, right? You've got Armageddon, any enemy of the state. I'm just saying the bangers here, by the way. Uh, Gone in 60 Seconds, Black Hawk Down, mm. Pirates of the Caribbean, Bad Boys 2, mm-hmm. National Treasure, and Pirates 2. That's a hell of a run mm-hmm. as far as box office bangers. Mm-hmm. And then, you know. Coyote Ugly's in there. Remember the Titans is in there. <laughs> Pearl Harbor. Um, you know, like there, <laughs> there's some there's some movies that also made money in there. I don't really think of them all that highly, but bro, remember the Titans was great. Remember the Titans was good. It it just wasn't as big of a money maker. Is all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yes. Oh, and then you got the Rock in '96, Con Air in '97. Yes, though that is that's I I put peak Bruckheimer. Ooh, that's so hard. That was like a such a good run, such a good run. Crimson Tide in '95. Crimson oh, Tide is fucking amazing. Denzel's so good in that one. Mm-hmm. Damn, dude. Yeah, that's a good run. And this has been movies from when I was in high school with Zach and Chip. <laughs> Oh man, hell of a yeah. run! Well, it's a good trip down memory lane, Justin. Mm-hmm. Please take us home. 
<laughs> he's like, she's like, stop before Zach keeps going. No, because I want to go watch Gone in sixty seconds before I go to bed. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know guys. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Pixel Life podcast. You know, why don't you? Uh, I know we didn't get to talk about it since I was the only one that watched it. But did you guys watch the new episode of Mandalorian? Why don't you head on over to the movies and TV section of Discord? Let me know what you guys thought. Is it a return to form for the Mandalorian? Is it as good as the book of Boba Fett? It is. It's way better. <laughs> and you know what? While you're at it, why don't you head on over to Spotify? Give your boys a review. Let us know how we're doing. And, uh, Zach, if Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, hey, guys, go be great. It never rains, but it pours. 